Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Bariatric Podcast. This is Joelle Hilton. And I'm Haley Sutton. Yay. How are you? I'm good. We're back. I'm so excited to be back. I know. Second episode. And this is a very exciting week for you because... I'm having surgery on Wednesday. Oh my gosh. It's finally here. Finally. I, I, I don't even, I'm on some kind of like high right now because just knowing that I'm like this close. Yes. Is just like, it's, it's kind of blowing my mind right now. Cause there's no, like, we're there. I'm there. <laughs> I know just a few days. So it's Wednesday and so it's Wednesday. What time do you have to be at the hospital check-in and all that? So I, um, so when they scheduled me, they had called me and they told me that I'm going to be the very first case of the day. Yay. Um, so I also told, I'm like, I am not going to be that person that's going to be late and then hold up the OR right. all day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know how some people are like late for their scheduled surgeries. I don't get how people do that, but, um, I have to, a 6am arrival and yeah. my surgery itself is scheduled for 8am. Are you, how are you feeling? Like what has the pre, well, let's start with the pre-op. So obviously everyone has to do a pre-op diet, like a liver shrinking diet, whatever your surgeon calls it. Um, so what, what can you have? What's that been like? How long have you been doing? So I, today is day 15 and I actually started two days earlier than what I was supposed to, just because, um, I was getting really uncomfortable in my own skin. I was kind of living my best life. I wasn't overeating, but I was eating kind of whatever I wanted. And I was just kind of, you know, saying goodbye to like a lot of my favorite places because here in Buffalo, we have a lot of great food. And, um, so I just, and I felt like I actually wasn't going to do that originally. And I'm really glad that I did. Um, because now I'm not thinking about it at all. I don't think about what I could have had or, you know, and it's not to say I'm never going to have those things again, but it just, it was, it was really good that I said goodbye to all of that stuff. Um, so kind of I started like a food funeral, a food funeral. Exactly. <laughs> yes, I, love, it. I love that term. That's like my favorite thing. I'm like, this yeah. is perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so I started it, um, today's 15, so 15 days ago, um, essentially, um, as I was reading over the paper, I had a breakfast, which was, um, a high protein protein shake. Mm -hmm. Um, for lunch, I would have another shake. And then they gave me a list of very specific foods, um, and portions as well. So either it was half a cup of, um, plain oatmeal, half a cup of applesauce, which I really didn't do those two. I only did the oatmeal twice just because in the beginning I was so hungry. I thought, cause it was thicker. It would fill me up. Um, cottage cheese and yogurt. Okay. So for lunch was a shake and then one of those items. And then, um, afternoon snack was another item from that list. Um, which if anybody has knows anything about me, my jam is non-fat cottage cheese and jello sugar-free jello. I saw your post. (laughs) So I haven't tried that, but everyone was commenting saying like, Oh my God, I have to get on that. Yeah. Um, It's, I was trying to make it reminiscent of like a cottage cheese and fruit. Okay. And I was like, maybe this in jello was kind of like considered one of my liquids. Okay. So it was, I don't think they weren't really giving me a limit with that from what it seemed like it was in addition to a minimum of 64 ounces of liquid. 
Sure. Um, so I just kind of went with that. I was like, you're going to give me an inch. I'm going to take this, <laughs> take this inch. And um, then for dinner, it was two ounces of protein and um, half a cup of very specific protein. It was either like turkey, chicken, ham or roast beef, which I had turkey in my fridge that I bought from like a wholesale place. So I was, I didn't need anything else. I just ate turkey. Um, and then it said on my sheet specifically, um, oh, and half a cup of vegetables. If I didn't put that in. So it was for, that was my dinner. Um, and then at night they, a late night snack was another protein shake, but it did say on there to like, please avoid if possible. And, um, kind of like, I, I was telling you, like, I'm a server. So mm-hmm. I'm, I was on my feet and my, my boss like loaded up my schedule for me so that I could make as much money as possible. Like before I left oh, and yeah, he was really awesome about it. And, um, but I was doing like 16,000 steps a day, burning 3000 calories. There was no way I was not going to not have that evening snack. <laughs> so um, every day I topped out at, or tapped out at about 800, 840 calories a day for the past 14 days, uh, 15 plus having my liquids, my water flavored protein, chicken broth, all of that stuff. That, so that's awesome. And I it feel was, like yeah. you probably have gotten so used to it that it's like second nature, which is good because honestly, this pre-op diet is very reminiscent to, um, the post-op diet, especially within the first three weeks, I would say. So Mm -hmm. already pretty much gotten it down. Obviously not the meat you can't have for a while, but other than that, I mean, you just getting used to the cadence of how you need to eat, how often, and, um, you know, keeping it light and making good choices. It's kind of getting the ball rolling for post. Exactly. I completely agree. And I'm, I'm so glad I started earlier because if you really think about it, my surgery is on a Wednesday. And I was kind of like, if I start my pre-op diet on a Wednesday, it seemed weird. Mm-hmm. And that, which is part of the reason why I started on a Monday. And today, obviously being like two weeks today, I have to do all clear liquids tomorrow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it kind of just like it all worked it, itself out. And, um, I, I was, I was just talking about it, that the food doesn't even really phase me anymore. Okay. I am so in this mentally that even if somebody put something in front of me, I'd be like, I'm, I'm good. Really? I'm that's, good. See, that's amazing though. That's like growth in itself. Like you mm-hmm. haven't even gotten the surgery and you're so dedicated to the process and, and you've done so much research and, and just mental clearing and growth at the same time. Cause you kind of have to let go of old habits and, and really realize that, Hey, this is a whole new phase. I need to behave in a whole new way. And you've mm-hmm. done that, which is, which is great because you gave yourself a little head start to kind of mentally get in the position where, you know, my life's going to change, but it's going to be for the better. And this is, you know, I think you've done everything you can in the best way possible ahead of time. I think you're going to have an easier transition just because you're so already in that mindset. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I really, I knew going into this that I was going to have to make changes. I knew um, also that this was just a tool and it it wasn't going to fix any issues I have with food where, you know, I'm not necessarily a binge eater, but I'm a bored eater. Mm -hmm. I, um, I don't necessarily look at portions because I'm just, I, you know, whatever, I got to take accountability at some point that I got to this place in the first place. And, um, you know, I just, I told I said, I'm going to do what I got to do. And, and that's it period. So, and then here we are. And I'm, uh, 
the really exciting thing is I'm down 11.4 pounds. That is unreal. And it's, and today, I guess it marks, you said day 15. Yeah. So like, it's about, it's been two weeks. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, that's crazy. Oh my gosh. And And I, I feel lighter, which is nice. Yes. And you and you hit Wonderland ahead of surgery, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. So yeah. that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, so I'm excited. Yes. Well, just a little longer. I mean, I know the, the clear liquid day kind of is like just the home stretch. You just got to push through and then you get to get right into it. So, and you're not going to, kinda, I, yeah, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'm going to have to do this anyway. Yes. Why am I going to, you know what I mean? Like I don't have a choice after Wednesday. I don't have a choice. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yes. And it's so interesting because I feel like every surgeon has such different requirements. So for example, like my pre-op diet was three days of clear liquids. Prior- oh God, I remember when you, when you told me that I was like, oh. yes. yes. And I was just, which <laughs> that was rough, but it, it just happened to fall. I, I believe my surgery day of the week was a Tuesday. So it wasn't so bad. Cause I got the weekend mostly to just like kind of chill and just stay on my liquids and I didn't really leave my room. I just kind of watched movies, but like going to work, like it would be really difficult to have to just be on liquids for three straight days and just the mental fatigue. And, but you know, you push through and you know, you get to the other side. (laughs) (laughs) Finally get to the other side. I'm almost there. (laughs) I know. Well, so have you been craving anything or have you been, I knew at first you were very tired. You mentioned. Yeah, it was the first. Okay. So day one and day two were good. Day three. Um, I struggled to keep my eyes open, just doing basic daily life. It was it was rough. And I actually, my mom was with me because she was off that day. And I went out with her to go pick up my son from school, take him to Taekwondo. And at one point she was like, do do you want me to drive? Like I was, I, we parked, um, when we were dropping him off at his Taekwondo and I was like, just close. I I'll never forget it. Cause they would, it impacted me not having energy. Oh yeah. For sure. And that lasted about two days. And then I, this is, this was a whim. I don't know if this is what happened, but day four, it might, yeah, it was day four. It was the next day. So I was still tired, but I forced myself to go out. I went out with one of my girlfriends, we got our nails done and all of that stuff. Um, but then I came home, I went and picked up my stuff. So I came home and I drank a red Powerade and I knew I had to go to work at night. And I'm just like, I don't know how I'm going to function at night like this working and, um, it was, and then I drank and all, I was standing in my kitchen and I was like, I, I feel so much better right now. It was like instant. It was crazy. I, I don't know if it was the power. I don't know if my body was like, all right, we're going to let her be okay now. You know, like, I don't know what it was like, (laughs) like a switch flipped or something. Yes, exactly. And, um, I was very grateful because I was able to, to, um, to go on with about the rest of the time. I do still, I was still having some fatigue here and there, but overall I was feeling pretty good. Um, I had hunger pains probably for the first week. Um, that's so that's probably the worst. It's not even like, you can honestly get by with like these, like power Gatorade, whatever you could feel okay on them. But then when you like kind of sink into it and you're like, I haven't had solid food really. And you know, however long or whatever, it just, you're like, well, this is just weird. Cause a human instinct is to want to eat and to eat. And so when you're not allowing yourself, it's just like, is this, I'm going to die. 
yeah you're yeah you're just like what is life right now yeah it's like oh so god and it was it was even more fresh not frustrating but like I work in a restaurant so it's like I was surrounded by food for two straight weeks like and smelling it all day and smelling all day every time I'm like oh my god so good and like it was so bad but you know what everybody at my work knows um the chefs know they um everybody was super supportive of me always checking on me making sure I was okay but I was speaking of the cravings like you had originally asked I my favorite food is a cheeseburger okay and that was the that was the one thing I didn't say goodbye to I don't know like it was so weird like I was kicking myself that midweek I was like, why didn't I have a cheeseburger from my work? Like, what I what is wrong with me? <laughs> but I know that, like, I know in the summer I'm gonna have a cheeseburger. Like, I'll have a couple bites and without bread and I'll be fine. It'll be great. Like, I, I try to remember that, like, all of these phases are temporary. Like, normal life is on the horizon, just a new normal. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So I just took kind of took comfort in that and just just kind of let it go. Well, and it's funny you say that because I remember it was a couple, I was like a week or two after surgery and I was very happy with it and everything, but I was thinking, I was like, I'm never like in my head, I was like, I'm never going to get to eat any of these things again. I was thinking, cause you'd watch a TV show and see a commercial and you're like, I'm never going to eat that again. It was sort of like a, like we were talking about f- food funerals. It was more just like the mental process of being like, I have to change my life. But then it's, you, you know, you calm down, you drink a Powerade, you reset <laughs> And you're you're like, okay. Yes. It's like, first of all, you can have these things in reasonable portions when you're healed and when you can kind of gauge, you know, I don't want to say willpower or anything like that, but you, you, your choices have transformed to where this is like a little treat and you move on with your better choices throughout the rest of the day. It isn't like right. a spiral effect of, Oh, I eat a cheeseburger. Oh, the day's already ruined. I'm going to continue that like, pre- like pre-op you know, before we decided to kind of really get this under control, at least that's how I ate. So it's like, you can have these things, but it's going to be reasonable and you're going to, you're going to eat right most of the time. And it's, it's not forever. And, um, you know, you're not going to eat egg whites and broccoli every day for the rest of your life. You don't have to feel like this is going to be a miserable thing for you. Right. I'm actually really glad you said that because something did happen to me. I don't know. I was in the car and, um, this is where, I was on the pre-op diet and I knew I needed to shift myself mentally and something I've really been doing for the past week. Um, I've really been trying to personally zone in on where I think my eating habits stem from. Mm -hmm. But what happened to me was I was in the car and I was craving. So we're, um, I'm Polish. So in Easter, we have a very Polish Easter pierogi, sausage, eggs, like all of this stuff. And I had this thought in my mind. And I'll never forget it because I was like, holy crap, I need to do something about this. But I said to myself, I was like, I can't wait to eat a whole bunch of pierogies. And I I, like a huge portion of them is literally where my mind went. And I was like, and I pulled myself in. I was like, Joelle, I was like, you're one, you can't do that. Two, you're not going to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And three, why would you want to do that? And then that's when I really, I feel like the pre-op diet is so crucial for Mm -hmm. the mental aspect of it because you really start to realize what you got to do to fix your issues with food yep you know and and I and that's kind of when I just said you know what 
I'll be able next Easter, I'm going to be able to have a pierogi, but guess what? I'm only going to be able to have a bite. Yeah. Or instead of saying to myself, I can't wait to have a whole big portion of food, be like, I can't wait to sit down and talk with my family and taste a little bit of everything and go on with my life. Exactly. You know what I mean? Instead of, you know, I, so I'm, you know, that's kind of where I'm glad. I'm really glad you said it. Cause like you got to rein it in. <laughs> no, but it's you so know? true. It's so true because like you just said, like you, you look forward to yes, the food you're eating, but it, it's a lot of it is the portion you want you for whatever reason I'm wired that same way. I'm like, Oh, I can eat a lot of this. And that that's really what also led to my weight gain. It was like, not so much what I was eating necessarily. It wasn't always great, but it was a lot. And, and I think that that's a a tweak we have to make mentally because we literally won't have a choice once Mm -hmm. surgery is done, you have to adapt to it. And so like you said, you know, you look forward to that pierogi, but you'll have one or whatever you can tolerate and be able to like, not make that the central focus of my your, day. Like, yeah. Your day or or the event or whatever. And so it's, you're, you're not depriving yourself, but it's a, it's a portion thing. It's a, con- a portion control thing. And that's the whole point. relearning. Yeah. Exactly. So it isn't like you need to give that up your excitement for that, that meal or whatever, but you you just have it and you move on and you kind of yep. have to focus on other things and you're forced to shift that uh, mindset. And I think, like you said, the pre-op diet is like, you, you have to learn it now or you're going to have a hard time post. You're going to struggle. Yeah. yeah. So you have to train yourself early and really grasp that this is going to, it's going to be a big adjustment, but it's going to be worth it. You know? Yep. So exactly. well, I agree. Yeah. Oh, it's so exciting. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Well, have you decided what you're going to bring with you to the hospital? I have. I pretty much have my, I have everything in and around my bag. It's not in my bag yet. Okay. I don't know how I'm going to organize it yet, but um, I kind of took a lot of tips from everybody. I have, um, I did end up, I don't know if you have a Costco where you live. Do you have a Costco? Love okay. it. We, we have one an hour away in Rochester. So I had gone up there. My family has a membership, so they let me use it. Nice. And, um, I was in like my glory and I got, um, this really cool, like neck pillow that they had there. And it came with like a mask and, um, earplugs for the hospital just to stay comfy. I got, um, this really nice, like Berkshire blanket that I'm going to take with mm-hmm. me because everyone is telling me, even like I have family in the medical field. They're like, Joelle, bring your own blanket. Yeah. You're going to want those small. You're going to want. Yeah. yeah. So I got a brand new one. Plus it'll match like my house. Like when it's, I'm not using it in the hospital. Um, I have a special pillow as well that I'm taking aside from like the neck pillow. Cause I, for like everyone's saying it's like the ride home Yes. Um, to like hug when we're driving. But I was just teasing my husband. He just got a new truck and his butt warmers, like the seat warmers are mm-hmm. intense. They, they're so awesome. And I go, you better pick me up in this truck and these better be on full blast. <laughs> that is the, so ironic. My boyfriend just got a brand new truck and the same thing. He has massage seats. They have like, not. I know. I'm like, what? I've never heard of that. But anyway, I'm yeah. on that, that seat heater thing. It's very, oh, it's amazing. Keep going. I, I, was, you know, I was just, I just thought it was so funny. I was like, these are so nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And then I have two, I have a pair of like, 
really like jogger, but baggy style sweatpants that I'm taking with me. Um, I have, I had that shirt made in the very beginning of my surgery. Um, it says buy bitch on it. And it's the, the stomach and the sleeve, like reading. I love that. Yeah. And so I'm going to, I don't know if I'm this, I don't know when I'm going to wear it, but then I have um, a sweater, like a cardigan sweater. So it's open, not on the incisions and um, just a flowy black t-shirt just to be comfortable. Um, I have obviously toothbrush, toothpaste, deodorant, um, chapstick. I do have, um, like I found these really nice, like charcoal face wipes. Mm-hmm. makeup removers but cleanser at the same time yeah. so I really like those so I'm just going to take the pack is small so I'm just going to take that whole thing with me um if I phone charger my phone um I do have a journal that I'm going to take I don't know if I'm going to write in it because I'm more of a talker than a writer yeah yeah um, so and then um oh I have my sticky socks so that I can walk around and I think that's pretty much it you're pretty prepared. I will say, I don't think you mentioned this one thing. Um, I felt made me feel the most human because you're just laying there kind of like, Oh, out of it is bring a little travel thing of dry shampoo. I know it sounds smart. It sounds so like minuscule and not important, but you'll just, you'll want to be like, you'll just want to feel like clean and decent. Yeah. Yeah. You might be able to shower and all that, but if you're not able to like comfortably wash your hair right away or whatever, cause you know, just sometimes the gas and stuff, you don't really want to raise your arms. Um, it really helps. I don't know. I, it really helped me. And I think that your outfit's perfect. I always recommend to, um, a size bigger than you are for your pants, just because, well, unless you have a stomach binder and we did talk about stomach binders, I never got one and now I'm kicking myself. Okay. Okay. I sh- I'm hoping the hospital will give me one. I'm going to ask them for one. Yeah. That's where, so I got mine from the hospital. They usually do have them. It just, you know, on the off chance they didn't, you could probably get one off Amazon, but they're great. Um, I, the only reason I was mentioning this size bigger than you are pants is because sometimes like initially your belly will hang and you'll feel that because it's pulling on the incisions. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you get the binder, it kind of holds it up like a, a bra and, and keeps you, <laughs> you can kind of stand up and don't feel like it's pulling so hard. Um, but you yeah. just want pants or anything super tight against you and you're walking around in circles around and they're going to make you do a bunch of laps to work that gas out of your shoulders. Okay. But. Yeah. And I, I think the ones I have are pretty, they're pretty big. I mean, I had, I, it's funny. Cause I was talking with somebody about this and they were like, Oh, you get to buy new clothes. And I was like, my weight has fluctuated so much throughout the years that I still have clothes that are hanging in my closet that I don't fit in for that. You know, that just in case quote unquote, right. like that I'm going to, you know, so they were actually, I think they were from a little bit time when I was even a little bit bigger. So, and then I can hike them up too, which I'm also, I, <laughs> am I going to have energy to wear a bra? I'm legitimately thinking about this. Cause I'm like, how am I going to get a bra on? That's going to, I got, I got big girls and like, keep them up there off the incisions. I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> I would honestly just get a comfortable soft sports bra that's like tight okay. enough to keep them up. Like it doesn't have to be like your most <laughs> beautiful so bra. <laughs> but you're gonna I get it. Like you don't want it in the way and I uh, and I don't want them like rubbing like on any exactly. not that they would, but you know when you're sitting, you you know, your stomach is there and everything's there. For sure. Yeah. I would just stick with a soft but like tight like supportive enough bra. Not nothing that's going to put pressure on your rib cage or make you feel like tight, but just yeah, something to keep them up or like a cami with a built-in bra section just to separate. That mm-hmm. always helps. But 
You'll be good. I think you, you've got it. I hope so. I'm trying, I'm really actually thankful for all this extra time that I had, you know, even with them rescheduling, because it really gave me that little extra time to really get prepared. Yeah. For this. And I think it all, everything happened for a reason and and it really, really worked out well. Yeah. And does your son, I know he's young. He just turned seven, right? The other day. Yeah. His birthday was Saturday. He's seven. Oh my gosh. The video, (laughs) this, oh, I loved it. He was so sweet and grateful. And I was like, what a cute little boy who like is just the most polite, happy kid I've ever seen. And he looked like he had a blast with all of his toys. Oh my God. He's such a good kid. He did. He had a very good birthday. He was very, he was very thankful. He's still talking about it. So, so but, um, yeah, he knows. Yeah. Yeah. He knows. Um, I kind of told him from the get go that mommy was going to be having surgery. I didn't, I try really hard with my son to not put any kind of label on how our body looks like so important. I don't really hide myself from him. Like, you know, sometimes if I'm just getting dressed, I'm walking around in shorts and like, a bra, like obviously appropriate, nothing, you know, inappropriate, but, um, I don't ever, he has never heard me say like that. I think I'm fat because I would never want him to say that to somebody, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So when I initially decided to do this and I talked to him about it, um, I said, honey, I said, mommy's getting surgery to be healthy. Mm -hmm. I said, I want to be healthy so I can run around and I can play with you. And an instance happened the other day. He wanted me to race him so bad. It was one of the days I was like really tired yeah. from the pre-op. And um, I said, honey, I said, I just don't have the energy. And he just wants me to run with him. And it just solidified my choice even more because I'm like, this, this is why. So that I can play with him. So that he has a fun mom who has energy and feels good about herself and can just keep up. Um no, I but think he know. Yeah, go ahead. go ahead. Oh no, yeah, no. He he knows. I he actually. Um, I don't know if you know the one doctor, the doctor Joe. Um, he had posted a photo holding like a stomach, mm-hmm. and I showed that to him, to Liam, and I said, "This is what mommy's stomach's gonna look like." So now he knows that it's one gonna look like a small banana. <laughs> he always every time we go to the grocery store he picks it up he goes this is what your new stomach is gonna look like oh. <laughs> so and then um he said to me like I told him I said because he can he's a boy so he's very rough mm-hmm. he likes to wrestle and push and poke and punch and kick and you know and I said honey I'm like mommy's having her surgery Wednesday he goes you're having your stomach pulled out right and I'm like <laughs> I'm yeah <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, he's gonna go to school and he's gonna say that to like all of his friends. They're gonna be, I'm gonna be like, oh, yeah. Well, I, just, I don't want to hide anything from him because sure. he's going away. He's going away for the weekend with my dad because I'm gonna be so boring. I don't want him to be bored. Um, but yeah, he's he's completely aware. I told him tonight that he's gonna help me pick out. Um, I can take. I was gonna take like two little stuffed animals with me. That way, I could send him a picture and just be like, like, mommy's doing good, like. I got, you know, whoever he, whoever he chooses, we'll find that out tonight. (laughs) That's, that's so sweet. Well, I think like back to your comment though, too, about you saying you've never really been said, you know, self-deprecating things about your weight or whatever around him. I think it's important too, just because guys have weight complexes too, weight issues too. And kids really absorb that and start to realize like that's an acceptable way to speak to yourself and about other people. And I think that you're setting a really good example because nobody, he, 
I don't know, he obviously isn't experiencing weight issues now, but if that were to happen down the road, or if he were to feel insecure about anything, you want him to feel like he's supported. It isn't his, it doesn't define him. This isn't who he is as a person. His struggles don't make him who he is essentially. So I think him not hearing that and you just saying the surgery is for health and for us to run around and play, it puts a a positive um, spin on it. Cause it is a positive thing, but for a kid, you know, they don't fully always understand. understand. So it makes it seem like this is going to be something that's just going to make, you know, us have a little more fun. Mommy and I can do more things together. And I think that's really sweet. Yeah. That's exactly how I'm trying to portray it to him. I said, you know, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be running and feeling better than ever. So. Well, good. And that kids are getting anxious too. So that probably eased any, any worry he had too. Oh, and I always tell him, you know, cause he'll, he will randomly bring it up and I'll just be like, I'll get on. I always get on his level when I talk to him about something serious. Like I never like talk down to him. I always just get on his level and just be like, Hey, like I'm going to explain this to you that everything is going to be okay. Mommy's only going to be gone for one day. Like I'm, I'm only going to, I'm going to be home Thursday. I'll see you Thursday night. And I'm, I'm going to go take a little nap and got that from you which is perfect I use it now all the time <laughs> like out <of> dream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah and then I'm coming home and uh I don't you know he's he's supportive he'll do it but I just was trying yeah. to tell him like you can't push and you know you can't do that to me for a little while because I'm going to be healing we're even boarding my dog because I have a 72 pound German shepherd who thinks she's a lap dog oh my gosh yeah. And oh. I just, I had said to Evan, he was like, Evan was like, no, no. He was like, I can, I can take care of her. I was like, I'm not doubting your ability to take care of the dog. It's the, what if she jumps up on the bed and she just, she's, she's a dog. She doesn't right. know, you know, yeah, they're sensitive and they, they can sense things, but just on that off chance, she jumps on the bed and I'm laying there and it just doesn't end well. Like I she's going away for the weekend as well. So I'm trying to make sure we have everything prepped and ready um, so that I can just come home and everything's solid and quiet and clean. I'm even being bougie, bougier than I already am. <laughs> and I'm having a, I'm having somebody come and clean my house on Wednesday oh, because it's such a luxury. You should. <laughs> I, I, I told Evan, I was like, I don't care how much it costs me. I was like, I don't care if they throw everything out. It just better smell like bleach in my house when I come home. Exactly. <laughs> just like sheets to just recover in and be distraction free and just feel like you have a fresh start in every way. It's yeah, exactly. To yourself. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. So I'm ready. I'm feeling really, really ready. Uh, well, I know it's- that we are all going to follow your journey very closely. I'm so excited. Yes. And I just, I'm excited because it's like, I want to get a play-by-play. So I want to hear everything. I want to hear yeah, it Yeah, you, you get the play-by-play. I text you <laughs> daily. I'm like, <laughs> no, but that's good. Again, like you need support around this time. And especially from people who've been through it, it makes, it just yeah. makes it feel more comforting to go through it all. Yeah. And then they can see it firsthand. Right. Like, exactly. You know, so well, enough about me. How's everything going with you? Everything is great. Well, so I will say along with other people in this pandemic, I have struggled to keep weight off. Like I I haven't gained much, but I keep teetering 
um, between the same seven pounds. Like I'll go, I'll just go, I have this spectrum and I just kind of waver back and forth and it's definitely above where I want to be. Um, and I'll do well for a couple of days, like very on it. And then I'll just be like, Oh, you know, I'll, I don't know. I'll eat something I shouldn't or eat a little too much or just won't work out or something. And I am accountability coach. I need to hold myself accountable. And, I decided I kind of just wanted like a refreshing little start. And, um, my boyfriend is on a health journey as well. And, um, he lives with one of our good friends and we all were talking about 75 hard. And I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, I've heard of it, but I don't know really. I I know it's like, you got to do 75 things or something like that. So it's basically a program where for 75 days, you follow a diet, any diet of your choosing, which actually I really like, cause then you can choose something that like works in your lifestyle, whether you have a dietary restriction or whatever. So you pick a diet that works for you. You do not drink at all. Um, you don't have cheat meals, which I hate that term, but you know what I mean? Like they just want you to stick to the diet totally for whatever days. you're okay. Exactly. And then you have to work out twice a day for 45 minutes each time. Twice a day. Yes. It's wild. It's, but I will say I struggle from extreme anxiety and having that outlet kind of calm my anxiety in addition to other practices, meditation, reading, whatever, um, working out like really helps me. So, um, I really, that's a part, that part's going to be challenging because one of them has to be outside. So you have to do one 45 minute inside and then one like no mat, like no matter the weather, no matter the weather. So that's something I'm going to have to figure out, um, <laughs> you know, cause if it's raining, I don't know, I might just work out my boyfriend's garage or something and have it open. So it's technically outside. Uh, but, um, basically that you have to do that twice a day and then you have to drink four liters of water, uh, which I I'm pretty good at that anyway. And then you read 10 pages of a nonfiction book. So they recommend like a self-improvement book or something that just interests you. That's not, you know, fiction. I'm actually reading right now, um, super attractor and it's about the law of attraction and manifesting and, and kind of getting what you want out of life and, and things like that. And, something I really enjoy. And then you take a daily progress photo. So every single day you take a picture. And, um, I like that cause I use them as motivation and proof that like small changes do grow into huge results and, um, just how consistent effort and holding yourself accountable, um, is really great, but doing it with my boyfriend and our friend, it just kind of creates this team mentality. We're all kind of sticking to it. Um, so that's something I'm actually, I've actually started today and, I'm so today's your first day. Yes. Yes. So I'm, I'm so rooting for you. Done. I am. I am following that a hundred percent. Well, so this is the thing. It's a very controversial program and it's, I don't think I mentioned it's by Anthony Frazella. That's the guy who kind of created the whole thing. And like I mentioned before, I do like that you can pick your own diet, whatever works for you. So I'm actually following whole 30, but with a little adaptation, um, I'm not eating dairy really, except I'll do a protein shake, which has whey protein in it. So that is the little modification to that, but the no alcohol component, I think is really good because you'll figure it out after you're able to drink again, post-op, but it hits very differently. (laughs) One drink feels like three and a half to four. It just, it's really, at least for me. Yes. Because you, like you mentioned your stomach's the size of of a banana and it'll, 
it'll make you feel like you need to slow down after one drink. And wow. it's a good thing, I think in general, just for health reasons, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, I just, I could use a little break from that. I'll put it that way. <laughs> that's fair. I can get that. Yeah. So that's kind of a good thing. I kind of like not having to worry about it. It's just a rule to follow. Um, and then the no cheat meal, like I mentioned, I don't love that term. So I'm kind of reframing it for myself as like sticking to choices that help me get to my goal. And, you know, rather than throwing away progress and and having turning a cheat meal into a cheat day, I'm just going to follow through and stick to like my commitment to myself. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the, in terms of the workouts, I'm going to probably just do a 45 minute Peloton. I, I ride my Peloton every morning. So I love that. Shout out to Cody Riggs, be the best instructor. Um, and then uh, the other 45 minutes, I'll probably just, you can just go for like a light walk in the evening when, you know, the day's kind of winding down. It doesn't have to be like a crazy rigorous workout routine. It's just, just getting yourself moving is the goal essentially there. Um, and- I think that's incredible though. I mean, forcing you to do it, what, even when you don't feel like, you know what I mean? Even when yeah. you don't feel like it, it's like that accountability. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, while I hold others accountable, you also have to like turn inward and say, Hey, like, do I need that same help from people too? So doing it with two other people who I'm very close with is going to help. But I just think I'm using it as kind of like, I'm pressing the reset button. I'm going to reframe my mind and get back in these good, healthy habits. Cause I I'm good I would say 80% of the time. And I need to get back up to that, you know, 95, 98% of the mm-hmm. time. I'm a little more strict with myself. And I, I remember why I did this in the first place. Cause yeah, there's no reason I have this tool if I'm not going to use it to my advantage and, and eat right. So I think that's-, that's great because I can be like that too, with that whole 80, 20. Yeah. I, I need to be more like 95, five. Yeah. You know me what I mean? Too. Like, cause and that's kind of where, you know, when I've done other things, it's like, oh, if you just do good during the week, you can go crazy on the weekends. Like really, you can enjoy your life and do, but you shouldn't go crazy. And then I like, I actually really like that. I'm really excited to see your progress. Thanks. Well, see, that's the thing though. Like I've, I've mentioned this to a couple of people and I have to get better about like not needing other people's approval and, yeah. and validation on certain decisions, but Again, like I said, if you do any sort of research on it, there's a lot of controversial back and forth opinions. I'm just taking it as the basic guidelines as what it, you know, what you're supposed to follow and modifying it to work for me. So I'm following all the rules, but I'm kind of, you know, like I said, I'm adding that whey protein shake. Um, I'm doing the workouts that work in my life. Um, and kind of reframing the no alcohol, no cheat meal. It's like, well, let's put a positive spin on it. You know, let's, let's follow through with something and, and really be proud of yourself with it and take, give your, your body a little break and a little detox from, from having that wine at night or whatever you kind of do and break, break out of those habits. So they become an occasional indulgence and not a daily routine. And that's mm-hmm. basically what I'm using it for. So we'll see. That's, that's exciting. <laughs> so you. now are you, are, so you said three of you are doing it together? Yeah. Yeah. We're all doing it. Um, and we're all sort of modifying it to our own liking. So are you guys going to do your workouts and stuff together? Or are you all just going to kind of do your own thing, but just like keep each other accountable? Yeah, I think we're, I think occasionally we may do something as a group of workout or something, but I think most of it is just knowing that you've got people on the same page as you and kind of saying, Hey, we committed to this. How's it going for you? Like, where can I kind of help you out? This is where I'm struggling, whatever. And 
just commit to doing it. It's a temporary time and just see, you know, I'm, I'm a big like lover of saying you're going to do something and then just like being so proud of yourself for actually accomplishing it. Like I remember I never ran in my life and I signed up for a half marathon just because I wanted to say I did it and I did do it. And that's, it's the whole thing of like, I want to say that I accomplished 75 hard. So it's more like I'm competing with myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just going to be like a good little detox phase for me and get back in that just, you know, reframe my mindset again. Cause you sometimes need to re-rack. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exciting. And I think, I mean, and obviously you've been through this before you've done what you've needed to do to achieve your goals. You absolutely are going to be able to do it again. I think you're going to rock it. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Well, thanks. And announcing it here also is a way of holding myself accountable because yeah, people are going to know. I said, I'm doing it. You hear me say I'm going to do it. And so yeah. Gonna they're going to be looking for it. They're going to be watching for it. Yeah. So I'm going to start <laughs> posting that on my Instagram just because I think that's another like level of a little component of saying, okay, well, you said you had to take a progress picture. Let's, let's Where keep is it, it every yeah. single day. So anyway, Do you we, have to take one. you have to take one picture every day or every week? No, every single day. So, which I kind of like, cause there, I know there's apps where you can upload all the pictures in like sequential order and they'll make it into like a fast paced, like little transformation video. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I want to kind of do that for myself. And then towards the end, just put it all together and see those, like I mentioned, those small little changes really add up to big results. And I know that, but I, sometimes you lose sight of it because you look at the mirror every single day. So you don't necessarily notice it. Um, Mm -hmm. but over time, when you see that the photos change, you'll realize like, you know, cutting this working. Yes, exactly. Or that extra workout really does help relieve my anxiety or whatever. Um, so I will see, we'll see how it goes. Uh, (laughs) I'm excited. I can't wait to watch and follow along. It's going to be great. And if you ever need anything, I'm here for you. I'll encourage you to keep going. Thank you. Well, thank you. And I know you will. And I think what's good about it is starting this now also during your surgery week, we both can kind of be like, stick to these rules. Let's hold each other to our own rules. Like we have to do. (laughs) We can suffer together. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yes. Suffer, but you know, know we'll hold (laughs) each other and through it and just, you know, get through it. It'll, once we get that momentum going, it's going to be exciting. It's, I always say it kind of becomes a little game. It's more fun. Cause you're just like, how, how can I push myself in a different way? What other healthy decision can I make that'll kind of alter my state of mind or whatever. And it, it becomes yeah. fun because you show up for yourself, you know? Yeah. I actually was just talking with somebody about that. Cause, um, I have a couple surgery twins that I have become friends with and they, you know, we talk back and forth just about like how we're feeling and stuff. Yeah. And, um, this one girl, she was, she was, she's kind of scared about the after, okay. you know, like the, the liquids and stuff like that. And I said, you know, I said, the after isn't what's worrying me. I'm trying to look at each week, each time frame that I have, whether it's the clear liquids, whether it's clear liquids, adding in the protein shakes, moving to purees, moving to soft foods. Like I'm trying to look at it as a game, mm-hmm. as a challenge. How mm-hmm. can I make this as fun as possible? as interesting as possible, but staying within the rules. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And I, since I started looking at it that way, I'm like, okay, I, it's a couple of them. It's like four days a week, two weeks. You know what I mean? Like I can do this, you know, just get, get through it every day and make it, make it fun. Try and make it fun. You know? Right. And once you start 
heating or I'm sorry, heating, hitting those <laughs> mini goals where it's like, okay, uh, you know, I cross this off my list. I, I hit this, you know, weight, or I hit this, um, milestone that I really wanted to hit, or I, you know, I earned a new wardrobe that I promised myself, whatever. Once you start reaching those, you just become, you start craving more of it. So you, like you're saying, you start setting like little mini milestones, goals, whatever, um, in all different aspects of your journey. And it just becomes like you, before you know it, you become this well-rounded transformed person. And it's beyond the number on the scale. It's beyond even your mental state. It's just like, I've outgrown this old person and I'm blossoming into this other person. I've complete, I can shut this door and become, I have the power to change my story today. Yeah. And even kind of going off of that too, I had like just another thought. I've had a lot of time to myself (laughs) Um, and I, um, I was thinking, I said, what's good. I said, what am I going to feel like? What is it going to feel like when I finally get past that weight number that I've never gotten past? I know. Like I have a, I have a number and I get choked up thinking about it because I'm like, what am I going to feel like when I'm no longer in this skin? I mean, I'm always, you know what I mean? Like in this, in the newer me, like, what am I going to feel like? Am I, am I going to be as happy as I think I'm going to be? Am I going to be as confident as I'm hoping I'm going to be? And I think that's probably, that was, it it came over me and I just was like, this, what's going to happen? It's kind of, kind of crazy. Like that, everything is going to be transforming like that. Uh, Well, I know. And and the other thing is, is like, now that you're doing this and you know, this surgery will work for you. It's almost like, I've thought about this moment. I've thought about that number, that confidence, whatever you're, you've thought about for so long. And now it's actually becoming tangible. And it's something that you can actually experience. It's, it's crazy. Cause it's, it's, when it becomes real like that, you're like, I don't have to wonder anymore. I get to be that person. And I wonder what's going to be in my head. Like what that's, you said it perfectly. What is going to replace, what is going to be replaced with that now? I know. Yeah. I know. And that the, and the also sidebar, the, the great thing about your journey is you've been documenting this for a while now. And so when you, when you are in that new space and you do have that confidence, you just feel better about yourself in whatever way you're going to look back on this. And it's almost going to be unbelievable because you, you tend to forget along the way how you did feel um, there. Cause it's been so long, for example, since I was at my highest weight and I remember how I felt then if I really think about it, but being in that dropping down into that feeling of just hopelessness or just feeling like that feeling of desperation, I need to change my life or something. When you're in the new space, you're going to be like, wow, I just, I never realized how much, how much I've grown since that point. And mm-hmm you kind of look at yourself with kinder. Yeah. You look at yourself with kinder, more compassionate eyes, because I think a lot of us at at our breaking point, I hate to use the phrase self-hatred, but we, we experience this sort of like disappointment in ourselves or just anger. And then when you're in this new space, you look at yourself and you're like, I was a really remarkable person. I just needed to make some changes. And I, I, again, I'm going to use that phrase show. I showed up for myself. I, I did what it t- it took to get there. And I'm proud of that person because they had the strength to get here, you know? Yeah. So I'm happy that you have this record of your feelings and emotions and photos and just how you felt on a day to day. And not every day was beautiful. And I don't know. I just think it helps because you know? in those moments, like now where I keep saying I'm teetering between a weight, I don't want to be at, you look back on that and you're like, I had the strength to make that change. I, I can continue with that 
now. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you can do all things. Yeah, that's exactly. Oh, so exciting. So exciting. Well, I think we are, have reached the end of our okay. episode. Second um, episode. Second episode, but we are going to go live on Tuesday on Instagram. Yes. Um, and are we 8, 8.30? I think 8.30 would be great. Okay. So 8.30 PM on Tuesday and you can find us. I'm on Instagram at half of Haley. And Haley is H-A-L-E-Y-Y. And you are? The virtuous underscore VSG underscore mama. So virtuous VSG mama on Instagram. Yay. Well, I'm excited. And this is going to be the night before your surgery. So we'll kind of check in, you know, release any of those pre-surgery jitters and just kind of check on. And um, we'll definitely check in with you when you're up and ready to talk after surgery as well. Yeah. I'm hoping I'm, I'm hoping it's instant, but I obviously don't want to have unrealistic expectations. No, it's, it's <laughs> like I said, give yourself two or three days and you'll be walking around feeling good. I believe it. I'm excited and it's going to be great. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Oh, and we will talk you. with you all soon. Thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you everybody. Bye. Bye.